It's time for the Magpie 24-7 Podcast with your hosts, Kyle Thompson and Paul Rudder. Discussing all things Newcastle United, passionate, unfiltered, unfiltered, and totally black and white by fans for fans. What's happening, everyone? It's Kyle from Magpie Twenty Four Seven, and um, yeah, this one, this this one's a difficult one. Um, looking for reasons not to do this podcast, Paul. Uh, I, I mean, I'm just total, totally dejected. I mean, nearly twenty four hours after the game's finished, and I still feel just total dejection, mate. Just total disappointment. Yeah. I just don't know what to, I don't know what to say anymore regarding this shit. Useless, no. horrible bastard of a manager anymore. Yeah, Don't know what who, who claims who claims to be one of us? Who claims to be one of us? What a lying, vindictive, greedy, fat bastard that man is. He needs to take his cabbage head and fuck well off. You know, people used to slag off the likes of Rude Hullet and such for back in the day, mate, but at least he had the dignity, the honesty, um, and the respect for the fans to be able to say, this job is bigger than me, I can't cope, I've not got the tool set, I've not got the skill set to be able to, uh, to do it. But I'm just pissed off. It's another negative podcast. Uh, the only thing yeah. I am positive about is that we are up shit creek, mate, without a paddle, and we're looking uh, down to trips to the Rico Arena. We're looking at trips down to the New York Stadium. We're looking at trips to uh, Hillsborough, Huddersfield, uh, the John Smiths or whatever it's called this week. Thank they change the constant name every week. Someone. But yeah, th- th- this is this is what's in our immediate future, mate. But uh, this was one of the podcasts that I think we've both... You, you go through anger and rage and disappointment and then you think, oh, was there a few signs of hope? You, you have an Everton-type result that, that picks your spirits up. But mate, a win percentage now of ten bastard percent. He's lost twenty. If he had any respect for this club, mate, at all, or feelings towards this club, he would have cleared his desk as soon as he got back to the northeast last night, and and left it for somebody else to pick the pieces up and to give us a chance. Because without it, mate, we are we won't win another game this season. It's as simple as that, and we're heading towards the championship, and that is uh, the bottom line. Well, that, that's that's how I feel regarding him. Under Bruce, I don't think we'll win another game. I think we nope. might pick up two, three points in draws against Sheffield United. Might pick up a point against Fulham, and then a point somewhere else. Probably Burnley away. But other than that, mate, I don't see a, I don't see another win this season under him. Yeah. I just don't. It's just utter, utter dejection, mate. And you, you said a ten percent win record there over the last twenty. Steve McLaren won six games in his last twenty as Newcastle United manager. Steve Bruce has won two. And Steve McLaren got a lot of shit. He did. He got a hell of yeah, a lot rightfully of shit. So. And rightfully so. And he's done three times better than what Steve Bruce has managed. And that was yep. Steve McLaren who'd lost the dressing room, lost the plot, lost his marbles, and got and got, and got sacked. Do you know what that, I mean? That, that man, Steve Bruce, and I don't use the word uh, lightly, but I absolutely hate the bastard. I hated the bastard ever since he come out. And you cannot tell me, mate, that he is a Newcastle United supporter, let alone the fact that he's trying to shaft the, the, the club and, and try and get as much money out for himself. But if you look back to that 
ever since then, he's had a bee in his bonnet. You look at how dejected he looked during the interview after the 5-1 famous Newcastle win over Sunderland, right? You look at that. You listen to him. He's using the same tired excuses, the same uh, you know cliches and stuff, but he looks like he's hurting and he's caring. At the moment, he's not got an absolute care in the world. All his media pals are, are, are protecting him and like a cocoon around him. And um, no, do not soil the good name of Newcastle United by saying that you support this football club, you greedy, selfish bastard. So, yeah, it's total yeah. Coward. Absolute I mean, coward. I look at the club from the top, top to the bottom. I look at the manager, I look at the owner, I look at the players, and I see a, I see a, I see a man taking advantage of the situation because he knows as well as we do, Mike Ashley is a tight bastard and he knows he won't be sacked in the situation. He probably thinks he's hit the jackpot, mate. He probably thinks, oh, well, I can be as shit as I want. It's not like Villa where I'll get sacked or yep. like another club where I'll lose my job. I can just be as shit as I want. I don't have to put any effort in. We can go train once a week, twice oh, a week if we want to. And, but why, and, uh, under no other organisation or structure or football club or sporting institution would this be uh, accepted? You can imagine Charlie messaging uh, Ashley last night, well, we're not in the relegation zone, Mike, don't worry yourself, we're not going to have to pay out that four million quid. We're not going to have to do that. There's no, no problems here in, uh, at Newcastle, we, we won't be dropping into the championship. He's fucking deluded, he must be sniffing glue or something, because he's off his fucking rocket. Lee yes, Charlie, uh, people have been asking me today, right? And it's a question that I've, I've been asked out and about. It's a question across social media. Who would you get in? My reply has been the same back, and I've just put something on Twitter, mate, before we've come on. I take Mr. Bastard Blobby. I take Mr. Blobby, and the reason is at least he put his foot in. At least he showed a bit of fight, a bit of passion, a bit of something. He wouldn't be sitting there picking his teeth at the side of the pitch, rubbing his face, putting his hands in his pockets, offering bollocks all advice. And, and and just managing to fuck the entire thing up. Yeah. Sit there yesterday, no strikers on the bastard pitch, yet you've got Gail and Carol unused, and no wonder they stormed down the tunnel, pissed off, dejected. If I was them, I wouldn't sign a, a Newcastle contract if my life depended on it, because them two yeah. uh, boys w w will be off. And it's, it's, it's stupidity, mate. Yeah, it's, it it's, it's almost like, it's almost like a, a suicide run. Why? Why would you do it? I remember a famous commentary when um, Rude Hullet left Shearer and Duncan Ferguson out on the bench during the derby loss, and the, the, they come out and said it was the greatest um, resignation letter that you could ever have wanted, and and, it, and it's right, and and it's the same sort of thing. You play, you are playing a winger up top, a supposed striker, if you want to call it a striker, and Joe Linton out wide right. You've got two strikers sat on the bench doing absolutely fuck all. <laughs> and it's the old square pegs and round holes, mate. And I'm just so I'm so pissed off. And if they don't get rid of him now, we are down, we are relegated. But if they don't get rid of him now, I've just said to you before we came on, don't dare get rid of him before that Sheffield United game. Because 10,000 Geordies, mate, will sound like 100,000. And I pray that I'm one of them lucky bastards who gets in that stadium because I will be walking out of there with my, my voice gone. I will yeah. sing, I will shout, I will scream the entire fucking 90 minutes at that cabbage-headed bastard. He deserves it, man. Shit. He does. I, he I fought, he I put mean, this club through. 
there's a there's a, fine, there's a fine there's a fine line obviously no death threats and and any harm no, come to but life. i want there's a fine line i want him to understand the frustration that, of a real uh, fan a verbal hammering is 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 definitely what he deserves for a sure. Definitely, he, he he sits there and he's called with histrionics. He's called with keyboard warriors. And that's all he thinks we are. Them in a keyboard warriors, mate. He hasn't faced the fans yet, and that's the biggest the biggest bit of luck he's had in his entire mm. flipping career. He told fact, as well in, in his entire life he hasn't had as nobody has, has profited in terms of luck more so than steve bruce has from the COVID 19 crisis because he would have been out of a job long ago mate because he would have walked because the, the he's in this cocoon at the minute because there's no one that can there's no there's he's no fan there's no fan he's untouchable are you right um because the board on on uh, the board on uh, asking the hard questions the media aren't allowed to ask the hard questions and the fans aren't there to, aren't there to, to uh, air the frustrations the only can over social media which he doesn't look at so at the mm. end of the day he just looks at us as keyboard warriors and and people that uh, spout on twitter and yes. it's the and it's the biggest pot of luck he could get mate because sheffield united if he's still in a job and we I think we'll be relegated by then if we stick with Steve Bruce. There will be 10,000 in the ground, but it'll be 10,000 not to go to support the team. It'll be 10,000 people in there to to take aim at Steve Bruce like for what yeah. he's done to this club this season. And yeah, you can, like, obviously, Mike Ashley's Mike Ashley, but this is the worst manager we have ever had, Paul. Yeah. Uh, I, I, in this podcast, it's became an evolution of comparing him to John Carver, comparing him to Steve McLaren. He's officially worse than Steve McLaren on the statistics board in terms of his win record. In fact, I think he's only 1% more than John Carver was, but he's had more games. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's cr Paul, it's it, mental, man. It is it's crazy. absolutely pathetic. It, it's mental. And like... The team last night, it, it, we didn't have a striker starting. You mentioned there before, you had Carol and Gale sitting on the bench, flipping with a thumb up their arse. What, what, what you, it, the centre forwards, and you're not playing them. Yeah. You're playing a you're playing a bizarre formation that doesn't flipping work without Maxi, Miggy, and Callum Wilson. It doesn't work oh, without Miggy as well. Miggy was so unfit. He was so Mick, unfit. Miggy's nowhere near already. Maybe is nowhere near fully fit, but he was put in anyway out of Bruce's desperation to get something. Mm. It's not a, 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 a tactical change or anything like that. He'll rush a player back when he's nowhere near fit enough. He, he's got form. Near. He's got form. And I'll just tell you something. I, I just want to take this opportunity. I want to take this opportunity to thank Richard Masters in the Premier League. Because oh. thank, thank goodness. Thank goodness you didn't let us go into the bad ownership uh, of, of 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 the Saudis and Amanda Stavely and the Rubens because oh no I mean we don't want to be drinking out of cups we don't want to be dreaming of European qualification and European nights and adventures so yeah thank you Richard Masters for this you know wonderful blessing that we've still got Mike Ashley the dev most derelict owner that there's ever 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 been who's somewhere in the Middle East at the moment. Uh, probably in some plush uh, plush hotel without a care yeah, in the nice. world. But yeah, thanks, thanks, uh, Dick. Thanks, uh, Dick Master. Yeah, I really, really appreciate this fantastic uh, season that we've had on the back of uh, you refusing the, the, the takeover to go through. So yeah, great. Yeah, fantastic. Great. Well done, Dick. Hope you, I hope we got his nice little pair from Qatar as well. Um, yeah. yeah, got got nothing to thank that little bastard for, Paul. Honestly, nothing. Do you want to know that? And 
Thanks, and yet, and yet again, it's going to be another like we're we're meant to be a football podcast, Paul. We're meant to be one. We never talk about yeah. football. So I don't know what we're trying. To... Yes, there was none. There was like, absolutely nothing. No football. The hours we've put into this podcast, the the days on end we've put into this podcast, we probably talked about football for not even half of it, mate. That's how yeah. bad this flipping team is under under this well, flipping let's, shape. Let's face it, right. Uh, the amount of football on this podcast that we've been able to talk about is probably about the same percentage of Steve Bruce's win fucking rate recently. It's about 10%. It, it really, really is. But yesterday, in a game that was labelled must win, in a game that was a six-pointer, in a game that could have opened up, a, what, a five-point uh, lead with the possibility of then extending that to eight games with obviously our other game in hand, with all of that... <laughs> And we just go and absolutely fuck it up. We don't turn up. We don't play football. We don't have a system. We don't have a style. We sit back. We let them play it. And you know, the worst thing about it, mate, the very worst thing about it, I can take a loss. I'm a Newcastle fan. I've seen plenty of the buggers come and go all of the time. Yeah. We didn't lay an absolute finger on them, mate. You no. tell me one player, possibly Paul Dummett towards the end of the game, but you tell me one player, mate, who, who laid a finger, who... who just seem to to do something and scrap. Now, if you compare that, and straight away people are going to go, he's mentioning them again. He's what, we're 12 minutes in and he's mentioned him again. Rafa Benitez, you look at that famous clip against the Leicester game, right? You look at that and you compare it to that absolute shower of shit from those gutless, spineless bastards from 1-11 last night and the coaches at Cheapcastle. Not good enough. What I want to no. say, mate, I'm not expecting, regardless, this may be news to Paul Merson, I'm not expecting Champions League. I'm not expecting, um, I was going to say the UEFA Cup, but the Europa League. I'm not expecting any expecting any of that. I'm not expecting Cups or nothing, mate. But I expect our team to have a bit of identity, a bit of shape, a bit of a plan, and, and, and for me to have a little bit of hope watching them that something is, is going to happen. But yeah. no, not an absolute ounce of sweat was broken uh, from from the back to the front. And I, I cannot accept that level of performance from the lads. I'm not going to stick up for the lads and, and say, well, it's it's just Bruce and stuff like that. You know who will, no. mate? You know who will accept it, though, mate? Steve Bruce. Because after all yeah. we've heard in press conferences the last couple of weeks is barring his accumulation of points line, which is a load That's of absolute just pure points. fucking bullshit. Other than that, he's, be, he, other than that he, he's, be, he's just... Honestly, mate, I'm so flustered. I'm still flustered about the performance. I forgot what I, I was even going to say, the point I was going to make. Um... Other than the accumulation of points line, he's just he's still waffling the same shit. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, you know. It's, it's just... does. You look back, mate, right? I've just mentioned that 5-1, yeah? Look at the... He talks about afterwards, well, we've got we've got a good bunch here. We'll have to roll our sleeves up. And all these tired, old, useless cliches that were tired and pathetic then. But to use the exact same shit, he's just a serial, a serial loser. People are saying he's a championship manager. He's not even that good. No. He's a greedy little bastard. I wouldn't trust him with a Sunday league team, no. mate. I wouldn't trust him with Sunday league. He's absolutely... He can't dire. play football. He, he, he cannot play football at at all. Um, but like I was saying before, mate, I, I, I can accept defeats. I just cannot accept the lads not fighting, not fighting for the cause. He's taken a team, which Rafa left. Bear in mind, Rafa had Christian Atsu, Hosselu, 
uh, and a whole other bunch of misfits and 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 the, he made them into a team with no investment. He made profit all of the time, and he made Newcastle, I would say, a, a solid mid-table side on a shoestring. So he inherited a situation, mate, that was pretty healthy. He's had a splurge of cash. He's brought in his players, including Joe Linden, which was his signing. Let me just yeah. add that. Right? And what he's managed to do is to make us worse. We used to look defensively solid before, and we were slowly but surely playing better football and occasionally would get good results like, you know, uh, beating Leicester or... Um, Man City, demolish, you know, yeah, you know. demolishing Spurs, Manchester City. So we left with that situation, even against the big teams, mate. You thought there's a chance, there's a chance, but with this absolute idiot, mate, look at our recent run of fixtures. If you cannot beat the teams directly below you in the league and directly above you in the league, you're fucked. Well, I'll because tell you, I, it goes I, on to the accumulation of points line. He's saying, oh, it's all about... I've said it many, 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 yeah. many, many times. Oh, it's about accumulation of points at the end of the season. That, that You're missing the point, Bruce. You're missing the flipping point, Steve. Who, If you cannot beat oh, West Ham... Right. If, if you cannot <laughs> beat Fulham at home with 10 men, if you cannot beat Sheffield United uh, after no wins in 15 games, if you cannot beat flipping Brighton home or away, if you cannot beat any of them, if you cannot beat Wolves at home, if you cannot beat flipping Chris Palace at home. Who are you going to accumulate the points against? That's the point. The fans are yeah. trying to paint the picture towards where and you Spurs, just Spurs, oh, well, you know. and, he, and he's relying on his experience. Paul, let's pick apart that load of shit. What's his experience? He's been re the last time he was in the Premier League, he got relegated. The last time he was in the championship, he was 13th for the biggest budget in the league. The last time he he kept a team up, mate, was Wigan in 2009. Like Mate, we're talking, we're talking eleven years ago. Like it's mental, and like football has evolved massively since then. And he's bragging about something he did with Wigan eleven years ago. He's been he's been relegated since. The it's, words bragging and Wigan shouldn't go in the same sentence, mate. I'm it, sorry. Mate, it's crazy. It's just cr it, 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 it's just a senile, a senile old man. It, it, yeah, with the losing no bastard. I mean, we're, we're, we're sitting here, he's nearly, nearly yeah, two years, and we still don't have an identity. We still don't have a, a plan of what we're going to do going forward. It's just the same shit. Like, I, I, I'll tell you something, right? You know, when we first got promoted with Rafa back into the Premier League, right? You knew, I knew, the world knew that we would have it tough over the, the, the following, I'd say, next couple of seasons to be able to establish ourselves, right? Yeah. But with players like Christian Atsu, and Hoslu, like I've mentioned before, and, and a bunch of other uh, players, including the likes of John Joe and Lascelles and so on and so forth, he managed to, not by playing the best champagne football, certainly at first, but he managed to get us established in the league. How then, with all of the, 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 the investment and with a solid team, has he managed to take the fight out of the place? To me... I think the players thought if we lose this one, he has got to go. Charney is bound to pull pull the pull the trigger, and I and think they don't want the confrontation and they don't want the reputation of being an awkward uh, bunch to manage or anything like this. But I think that that's played into it, and therefore he's bound to go. Great, we'll get him out the door, and it it hasn't worked because at any other club, mate, he would have been sacked weeks ago, ages ago, ages ago. But certainly after. 
last night again would have been another trigger at any other club with a 10% win uh, percentage for change. Because the thing is, if we change the manager, mate, we might still get relegated. We might. It's not about that, mate. I'm already, uh, I'm already we're, resigned we're, 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 now. Yeah, we're, we're going down for this man in charge. We need, we need to go down with a swing. We need to go down with a, a bit of a bit of a bounce going into next season so we can come straight back up, not just with on the championship. Because if we stick with Steve Bruce, with the current feel around the club, there's, like I said last week, there's more chance of Newcastle getting relegated again than coming back up under yeah. that under that. Look, look, look at Villa. You know, look, look at the Villa situation. That, look at Aston Villa, mate. That Villa team that he had is better than the, what, better than the team we have now. And he had them 13th. The yeah. most money a championship team has ever spent. That includes Rafa's Newcastle. <laughs> and he was 13th. Not even, not nowhere, like 10 points but, off the playoffs, mate. But he, he, he would, the, the thing is that Newcastle, right? Any other, any other manager who relegates you when, he, when his remit was probably mid-table, right, of, of, of the club, at any other one at the end, if he if he wasn't to be sacked now, say they were to wait till the end of the season, he'd be sacked at the end of the season for relegating us because it's not acceptable to relegate us. But at Newcastle, the logic is, oh, he's got experience. He's got experience. Yeah, he's got experience. I've been fucking shite. Absolutely shite. So what will happen is we'll start the championship season off. We'll do poorly under Bruce because it's, it's not about the name, the stadium, our history, this, that and the other. Look at look at when we played Brentford, mate. We got fucking destroyed. Yeah. We'd get destroyed again. So let's let's cut that out because the thing is as well, people are saying, well, well, look at the players we've got. You are not going to be keeping. Don't be deluded to think a takeover will go through and you'll keep your ASMs, your Miggies, your Callum Wilsons, your Debackers, all of those. Even, mate. All our better so players will the, go. The money the will be banked. The amount of repercussions because of Steve Bruce is unbelievable, yeah. mate. People will like, lose the jobs at the club. We could lose the takeover. We could lose some great players. We, we could be, be still stuck with Mike Ashley, and we could be stuck in the championship as well. All because of this of this idiot, Mike Ashley and bad. Lee Charnley, not making the decision to get rid of him. And obviously, he's taking advantage of the situation. Knowing Mike Ashley won't stop him because he's not going to walk away. Why would he? In the situation he's in, he doesn't care about the flipping football club. He doesn't care about the fans. So why would he? How, why would how he? can he do that, though, mate? Yes, the day before the match, he's coming out, and, and oh, I, I understand that the, the fans' uh, frustration, and um, oh, I'm, I'm hurt, and he's saying all the right things he's beforehand. Saying, he's and he says, I, I love the football club, and I, and I think he said something along the lines of, "I want the best for the football club." Yet, the best for the football club is for him to go. And because he's a selfish, greedy, cabbage-headed bastard, he won't go. So don't yeah. lie. Don't say that you want the what? best for this football he's club. Are you talking bollocks? He is. He's talking absolute shit. Bollocks? Yeah. He's a coward? There's, it is. It's total. Matt Ritchie was right. That's a hashtag that yeah. should be going around the flipping world. Hashtag Matt Ritchie was right. Because he is right. Steve Bruce is a flipping coward. And neither wonder Matt Ritchie didn't want to come out in an interview and say and, and say everything's hunky-dory because it's not hunky-dory. It's flipping a mess. And you can see that from the outside looking in. But instead of Steve Bruce um, trying to fix it, he'd rather still have a go at Craig Hope. Like, instead of having a go at Craig Hope, tell her why we should buy into your philosophy. Tell her why we're going to steal. Tell her why what, Tell her why to give her a reason to 
get behind the fucking team other than just blind loyalty and love and fucking and stuff like that. Give her a reason instead of having a go for the fourth week in a row about fucking Craig Hope. You, you, you've, you've ridiculed him for telling the truth, something Steve Bruce doesn't do. He doesn't tell the truth. He yeah. doesn't know what the truth is. He just lives in a massive lie. And the massive lies, Newcastle United, under Mike yeah. Ashley, would, he's full of, it's under Mike Ashley's fucking full of shit what, that we've managed to, to come over 13 years. Steve Bruce fits right in. That's what they want. They want someone that'll kiss up to them, and and that's it. Then is yeah. is a nice bloke to talk to. I want we want to he's win. Not a nice bloke. I, I tell you that now. He's a nasty little bastard, and he's the sort of person, right? If he'd have been the captain on the bastard Titanic, right, after it had hit the iceberg and was taken on water, he'd have been more concerned that there wasn't the right uh, soup spoon on the fucking dining room tables, rather than getting concerning himself about getting into lifeboats and launching lifeboats. He is literally. Inept. It's a. I mean, we talk about Mike yeah, Ashley and dereliction of duties as the owner or the custodian of Newcastle United, but it's the it's the exact same argument for Steve Bruce. And something as well that I think goes a little bit amiss at Newcastle at the moment is coaching staff. Where's the other ideas? Where's the bounce off? I always remember Bobby used to say, "Oh, I have ideas. Bounce off all my coaches. They'll come to stuff, and I'll bounce yeah. ideas off them. They'll bounce ideas." Literally, is there a fucking no. brain cell between the There's lot of them? Nothing. Because who can sit, mate, and watch that shit? I couldn't. I couldn't stomach all that that game yesterday. Okay. And also, I couldn't stomach the Villa game. That was another. I, I literally, you know, when we're at St James's, I don't like to leave until the the very very end. Um, yeah. Even though it's it's caused issues before, I will not leave until the end of the, the end of the game. The final whistle goes. I'll show my appreciation or displeasure to, to the players, um, and then I will move, you know, move away. But at the moment, it's just not. Fuck this! No. I'm sitting here. I'm, 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 I'm preferring uh, taking down flat. I mean, I'm in the middle of a house move at the moment. I'm preferring taking down flat pack furniture and putting it back up, painting, packing things into boxes, as opposed to watching Newcastle play football. It makes no sense. Yeah, because I've I've watched Newcastle now for for forty years. I've supported them really since being about like nine or ten year old, like as everybody does when they're when they're at school and stuff like that. Thirty years, mate. Yesterday, I cannot remember a more pathetic, gutless, cowardly, awful performance from a team wearing that shirt than yesterday. It was absolutely fucking. Awful from the first. I knew we were going to lose after three minutes. They were all over us like a fly round yeah, shag. We could have two after two minutes, mate. I remember yeah. I had to block on making a saving them. And uh, I think it was Dobber putting one out of the ball. I think it's either Sober yeah. or Dobber. It's a Polish Should, name. I, I mean, don't know. 2 0. Two, 2 0. Two, two Within a couple of minutes, they deserved it, mate. They ran fucking circles around us. And you know what? Potter, right? Their manager must have been expecting an absolute dogged fight. He must have been thinking, these lads from a Newcastle are going to come down. They're going to dig in. They're going to make it difficult. They're going to scrape and scrap for everything. Like what we did against Leicester in that famous clip. I should tell you what we did. was like a bunch of kittens turning over there. Literally. Yeah, we went down to Brighton. Down, mate. I think you've said it a number of times this season where they've brought the, they've brought the COVID restrictions. Unnecessary yeah. travel. Do you know what I mean? You've said it many a time this season. Mm-hmm. And in a big game situation, six-pointer and all that stuff, mate. 
I've never seen a more dejected performance in my entire life. I've seen some shit uh, support Newcastle, uh, but from minute one, mate, there was just nothing. I mean, we looked. I mean, the way that the way we were set up was just utterly bizarre. One minute it was a four-three-three, the next it was a four-five, no, four-five-one. The next it was a then the next it was a four-two-four. It, mate, I don't know. I, I, could, I couldn't keep up with it. And we, we never pressed them once. Not once no. did we press as a team. We're, we're, like, a we're like in a positive position in terms of defending, in a in like a structure to press the ball. But we didn't press, so they'll just pick them apart. So we're trying to contain the opposition and have the positioning of a pressing team at the same time. So we're open. And we weren't pressing, so we weren't doing anything. They were just passing through the midfield, no bother, getting through again and again and again. And obviously that first goal comes just before the break, mate. But to bring it back, to bring it back towards the to, to the staff, you're right. We'll call Steve Bruce and rightly so. We'll call Lee Charney and rightly so. Mike Ashley, rightly so. But what is a Steve Agnew? What is a Steve Clemens? Yeah, what's his point? Mate, He's as much use sh- as a fucking new sweat wipe. Like every time the, the, the camera pans to to to, to uh, Steve Agnew. He's just sitting there, he's standing there with his hands in his pockets next to Bruce. No input, not telling yeah. the players anything. Clueless. He looks it's fucking like, clueless. Like honestly, I, 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 think, I, I think about ten years ago, Steve Bruce has went and clo- tried to clone himself twice, and he's came up with two failures, like Steve Agnew and Steve Clemens. No, he's got the bit right with football. He's got the bit right with football. There's no tactical knowledge whatsoever, but they're just they're just they're, they're just like lap dogs, mate. They're just they're just clones. They just stand there and do nothing. There's no input on the team. <laughs> and like I, I feel so sorry for Graham Jones because he's came in, he's tried to have an input, he had a positive input from the start. But Steve Bruce has he's had been his hand in formation and looked of it, mate. Yeah. He's been he's obviously his work from Southampton and Everton has been undone from this useless prick. And we're we're just stuck, mate, because now it looks like more of a mess because he's bruised. The formation that Graham Jones came in with, and the players responded very well against Everton and Southampton in that first half before it went down to ten men because of stupid Hendrick. Do you know what I mean? He's like, he's like he'll be back in next week. He's trying to put his Not hands week, all over it. Uh, that's for sure. We're hidden being out, but um, he, he getting his he's uh, like we'll talk about players being bruised, mate. But I think the for, I think the first time ever a formation's been bruised. Like a style of play is being bruised because yeah. the thing is, it, it with modern football now, it's not a one formation suits all. If you look at all the good managers made, they will change tactics during the game. They yeah. will change shape during the game. They will change all sorts of different things in the game. Now, Steve Bruce says, "Oh, he'll have ten days preparation." And he'll be like, "Oh, we, we 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 can't we can't change things. We can't change things. We haven't got enough time." He's had two years and he's blamed everything on on um, on on Rafa. This I mean, how long does he want? How long does he want? He's the most useless piss flap I have mm. ever fucking met in 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 my life. As much as you whereby the entire coaching team is fucking inept. It's not fit for purpose. And and if Lee Chan had anything about them whatsoever. I, I, I'd just love to be able to hear from Lee Charney. Is he going to speak to anyone? He said he was going to speak to people and communicate more this season. He's done even less than normal. We never hear from Mike Ashley. Um, and, and then it's going if you if you get relegated, 
this fight against the Premier League, what's the point? What what what's the point? What are you fighting for? Because it, again, it's going to be a whole new uh, body. You'll have to will have to look at it and look at any sort of takeover. It's potentially dead. There's going to be no movement on price, and no one's going to pay a three hundred and fifty million pound for a championship club. The, the only way one on the that, fight. The only way I can see that happening, Paul, honestly, is if um, they make a deal. They say, right, we'll give you two hundred million. Now, when a hundred million, or if if promotion happens, and Mike Ashley's yeah. already said in the past he wants it all up front. So there's no one in the right mind that's going to pay three hundred and fifty million for Newcastle in the championship when they could go and buy Derby for eighty million to one hundred and fifty million, and spend the other two hundred million on players to get them promoted. Like business wise, that would make sense. That's what a good businessman would do, Paul. Mm -hmm. We mentioned this the other week. I've never known a person to bet the house over a hundred million pound for the sake of a compensation of four million pound to get rid of a manager who is going to relegate Newcastle. Um I've never known incompetence like it like you get like his mates in the media. Oh he's a great businessman. He's a... no, no no he's not he's not no, a good no, but nobody does that do they? He's a gambler at heart. He came up with sports direct he sells his tat shit uh, and it made him made him and made him a billionaire. Other than that mate the amount of field business ventures he's had in his life, Debenhams more recently, you know, buying half the high street and half of the high street found the bits in any way because he's there. He's, it's just, it's it's just beggar's belief over me. He's, he's, another, he's another selfish bastard. He's, he's he doesn't care, and, mate. Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't care about our football club. And, and, and like, I've never known someone to bet the house like, like he will. It's too much of a risk, but he's betting it anyway. It's like he's having a, it's like he's got a, it's like he's got a bet on and we're, we're suffering for this bet. Like the amount of repercussions, as I mentioned before, takeover, championship, uh, selling all all our best players because our best players won't stick around, mate. Uh, Alan St. Maxwell's not going to st stay in the second division no. in football, man. You'll have Jeff Hendrick, though. better than that. The sells is better than that. Shares better than that. Jamal Lewis will want to go to the Premier League. Obviously, but he's had, hasn't had a great season, but you know. Um, yeah, there's, loads the there's loads of players in that team that is good enough to be a Premier League player. Ryan Fraser won't stick around. Um, Dwight Gill probably yeah, want to find my the team. Ryan Fraser, goodness, just, uh, we have not seen anywhere near the player that was once linked with Chelsea. Be, uh, he was one of the players who was really, really... I know he struck uh, wood yesterday, but... It was really, really the attitude, the application. I know he's playing in a in a strange position, but tell tell the manager, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a fucking striker. You've got two of them on the bench. Put one of them on. Put two well, of them the on. Change the I shape. wasn't happy. I mean, I'm not going to single out Ryan Fraser, mate, because I think there's there's bigger issues to fry. But there is. But there was a, there was a clip. What's he done? Where they played a one-two. And Ryan Fraser's man ran past him, and he didn't even move, mate. He, yeah. he, he just he, he put his hand out a little bit to try and signal that the man was making a run. It was his man, and he didn't even pick him up. He had a free cross, and then Eddie scored from it. If you want attitude like that, if you want to be like that, Ryan Fraser, just piss off. We don't need players like that. We really don't, mate. Because as far as I'm concerned, he hasn't scored any goals in the league. He's set one or two up. He's been sent off in a big game in Sheffield United. And he was a flipping shit, load of shit last night, along with the whole team. I'm not singling him out. But if you want to have an attitude like that, Ryan Fraser, just piss off. Because at least Jacob Murphy will come on and give you give you a little bit of fire. A little bit of something because yeah. he cares about the club genuinely. So no, if, you want, if you want to start like that, Fraser, just piss off. Because we don't yeah. need players like that. 
Do you know what I mean? There's, and there's, there's it's just, too, it was from wearing me. Beggars can't be choosers. But if Fraser wants to be an asshole and not and not um, apply himself, then you, you need to, yeah. you need to question and, yourself. And, and ditto every other single player. If you are not willing to run through brick walls for that shirt, never mind Steve Bruce, never mind Agnew, uh, never mind any of the other Steves, right? If you are not willing to run through a brick wall for that shirt, for our city, for our club, then do me a favour and fuck off and let somebody else go in there who might actually do something. You know, it, it, I don't care who big you are, how clever you are, I'd rather have, have a have a um, Nellie Anderson or somebody else like that in, uh, or, or some lad from the reserves, than someone who was just going to go through the motions, who was going to give lip service. I am sick and tired of the club coming out with sign bouts and players. Oh, this is a huge game. It's a make or break 90. It's a must win. It's a cup final. All of this bollocks. I am sick and tired of this club literally splurging out this regurgitated shit. And, and basically what they're doing is they're insulting the intelligence of the fans. The fans oh, can I... tell everything we need to know, mate, by watching... On a weekend, and I'm telling you, you know, there's not enough practice, there's not enough um, variation, there's not enough uh, technical nous, there's not enough research being done. I mean, it, little things, it'll probably give them now, we've got the international break, it'll probably give the fuckers a week off. I wouldn't be giving them any time off because clearly we need to work on basics. We can't take throw-ins, we can't take corners or free kicks, a shite. Um, we can't score goals, there's no shape to the team. There's, there's no running in the middle of the park. We saw leggy and tired and slow and pathetic and predictable. Our fullbacks get done. Our central defence at, at, against um, Brighton were at sixes and sevens and Clark and Lascelles. I thought Clark played even poorer than Lascelles, but they were getting pulled all over. Circles run around them. No protection from the midfield. The substitutions are pathetic, spineless, uh, ill-thought-out, the, the, the poorly-timed. Um, and and like I said before, the the shape, do something about it. The definition of insanity. How many times have we said this on this podcast? Is repeating yeah. the same thing and expecting a different outcome. If we continue to do the same thing, we will get shit. If you look at Pep, if you look at Jurgen Klopp when he's doing well and this that and the other, all the top managers, they will change depending upon who they are playing. So one time they might be really focusing on attacking behind the flanks. The other times they might be looking at playing the way through. You might be balls over the top. It might be putting the ball on top of the keeper because he's a bit shy at catching. They will change stuff round. They will change the shape. They will change the tactics. They will change the personnel. Uh, they will have a game plan at certain points during the game. Yeah. And, and I'm just sick of it. I don't want to hear any more boost excuses. I don't want to hear any more shit. What I want is not positives. I don't give a shit anymore about positives. I want points. Points. Not point. Points. Because in, in, in our situation, we're, mate, we're three or four wins away from potential salvation. But those three wins might as well be 30 wins because we're fucking useless. We're fucking shit. We are fucking War. absolutely shite. Well, and it's because of Steve Bruce, mate. I mean... The things that you've just rattled off there, like the amount of problems that are there, this, I mean, now is probably the final chance that they'll get the before, like, before it becomes too late because it's very similar 
Like, remember under McLaren? He lost McLaren, I knew you were going to say this. We yeah. lost against Chelsea 5-0. And there was a two-week break where they went to Spain for two weeks. And they didn't do anything. They played Bournemouth and we got smashed off Bournemouth. We're, 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 I think we're four points off the off safety in the bottom three in the sack of Steve McLaren. They had to sack Steve McLaren. Uh, it was beyond the point of no return. Then they bring in Benitez and Benitez couldn't keep up. History's found itself to repeat itself yep. for the incompetence of the manager who would have fought. <laughs> and we're here again. And it's like the club aren't going to do anything. So they haven't learned from the mistakes. And we're going to Tottenham in two weeks. Thank God. Like, if there's a positive in this podcast, something I can get ratty about and something I can get a positive about, we've got a week off, boys. We've got a flipping week off. We don't have to put up with this. A weekend at the won't ruin. A weekend. I'm gonna I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to the chaos. I'm gonna um I'm gonna enjoy my weekend. I'm gonna soak it up. Um I'm gonna chill out. No uni for the for a couple of weeks either, because it's uh, the the calm before the storm, if you will. But I'm gonna enjoy a weekend, mate. I haven't enjoyed a weekend in so so long because of this senile, horrible bastard. <laughs> really, want to enjoy? Yeah. Like if, if there's a positive, we've got we've got a weekend. No, oh, we've got a weekend. That's as positive as it's going to get. Unfortunately, because yeah. when Tottenham rolls around, mate. You'll say the same things in his press conference. Oh, well, you know, it's eight or nine teams. It Rose, is shit. Um, and then it's an accumulation of points, which is, again, a load of shit. And then, um, oh, well, I'll, I'll I'll lean on my experience, which is a load of shit. And then we'll but go again. I'll, I'll lean on my experience. What? Of completely fucking up and failing to do your job and using tired cliches. Aye, we can see that, you used bastard wet wipe. Fuck off. Mate, Honestly, if he's not gone by the next couple of days, the the, the small percentage chance we've got to stay up is, is is gone. You're totally right. They should bring in a new man, whoever that is. I don't care whether it's Mr. Blobby, Noel Edmonds, anybody else you want to mention, right? He needs to be brought in. He needs to be able to get to know the players because, let's face it, not, not many of them will be going away on, on international duty. And he needs time to be able to work with these players work with systems. I'll get the conditioning up, mate, because the yeah. conditioning of the team is flipping shit. They look like the smoke, smoke 40 fags, mate, before they come on to the fucking pitch. They're literally out, out of breath, but they've not laid a finger on the opposition. And what I want to see, personally, is um, the same fight and application that we used against Leicester that time, famously. Lads, if, if you can show me, personally, that fight, that determination between now and <coughs> the end of the season, A, I think we'll get enough points to stay up, and B, even if it, we don't get enough points to stay up, I'll be I'll be more than proud of the lads. I'll back the lads a hundred percent, and I'll be ready for for, for the next yeah. season. And go really, but what I can't, what I can't accept me is yesterday. There's been too many of those gutless performances. This is not a one-off, and and for and for the people in the press, this isn't this isn't overreacting to one game. This is every single week. Big. This is was described as such a big game. No shots on target. And free shots during the entire fucking game. It is simply not good enough. And it, if you don't take shots at goal, you don't score goals. If you don't score goals, you don't win games. You know, and we need a minimum of of three wins. And I just think with our fixtures coming up, I think it's 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 beyond salvation. And I don't think that they'll make the change. So. No. That 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 that's it for me. There's there's no football to talk about. There's 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 no nothing because Newcastle offered 
nothing yesterday. Zero. Fuck all. It, it's all about, it's over to you, Mike Ashley, and you, Lee Chani, to wake up, smell the roses, sort the situation out, and make the best decisions for Newcastle United. I know that Mike Ashley hates Newcastle. Lee Chani probably hates Newcastle. But the feeling is the right. Yeah, the feeling is mutual. But do the right thing for this city, for this football club, and make a change to give us even a small percentage chance of stay of, of staying up and, and give this new person don't don't wait till after we've been destroyed off Spurs six, seven, eight, or nine nil at home. And then they've got a couple of days before the next game. Don't leave it to that situation. Let's give the new person as much time as possible to get in, get his feet under the table. And to work with these lads because I'm telling you now, there is talented players in this squad. We've got Wilson and ASM who's coming back. We've got Miggy who's had a run out. But the next game, mate, when we play Spurs, I don't want to be sitting there thinking this is worse than a pre-season game. This is worse than a testimonial game. And that is how I'm feeling at the moment. I'm 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 yeah. fed up. I'm relieved that we're not playing next weekend, so they can't fuck oh. my weekend over again because they are the the they're just They've just been doing it. Mump in, mump out, day in, day out. And, and, and others might be sitting listening to this podcast down the year 19 or elsewhere. But you might be laughing. But this could happen to your football club very, very easily. No, man, listen to us, mate. No way. <laughs> oh, oh, there's, there's, there's a few, mate. I've, I've had a few fucking pelters off, off, off those red and whites uh, from uh, down the year 19. You know what there's it's no like. There's no way Malcolm's listen to us, mate. No way. <laughs> oh, I don't know. The thing is, that's 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 the sick perversion that them not that them not have. But you know what? What the alarming thing is that next season. Newcastle, Sunderland, and even those smoggies from further down the A19, Middlesbrough, we could all be in the same league. And you know, in in a in a bigger picture type thing, Thomas how Ford. depressing for the region, mate, that we happen to have Darby's in the second tier of, of, of football. It, it's it's completely and utterly wrong. And don't get me wrong, I've missed the Darby's and stuff like that, but this oh. is not the way that we want to be having this match. It needs to be a top flight match. With top flight players, top flight experience, the best managers about, uh, but but instead it'll be an absolute sham and shadow of what it 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 should be, and it's it, it's it's embarrassing for the region. It's embarrassing for Newcastle certainly. Um, you know, certainly I think Middlesbrough will just be over the moon, no matter what. But um, well, they're playing us. Yes, yeah, the players, and that, that's, 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 that's what that's what they that's what they love. But to me, we've got we've got to do everything. If if I was at that football club now, the alarm bells would be sounding. Major, major, major league, um, and oh goodness me, it, it, it's just an, an embarrassment. It really, really it is an embarrassment. Is. But take this time, sort the club out. Get the manage, you know, the, the management side of it, it all. Really done, 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 now, get somebody incompetent, mate. At the end of the day, get somebody incompetent. Like do the job. Mr. Blobby would be an improvement in the current manager. Uh, Mr. Blobby would be a definite improvement, but um, yeah, like, it's the final. It's the final chance, mate. It's the final chance they've got. Even at this point, we might not stay up, but it's still in our hands. It's not in the right hands, but it's in our hands. Do you know what I mean? And like. Sadly, it's in the wrong hands with Steve Bruce. Um, but if you get rid of him, last eight games, it gives what a, a smidgen of hope. A smidgen of hope. 
but that's all it gives women. And even then, we might not stay up, but Steve Bruce is not worth the risk. But one thing I did want to mention, mate, is because obviously Isaac Hayden picked up an injury just before half time. It was nil nil. We're best midfielder this season without a shadow of a doubt. Oh, I think I think it was Basuma. He fell back, and he and he goes into Isaac Hayden, and it, it looks bad. It looked like a, a ligament ligament for Bengal mental off the knee, but yeah, it's if there was any player I wouldn't that doesn't deserve that in that flipping midfield, mate, it's him. And then for 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 the, for to see Hayden go off, you you're slightly concerned as to what's going on. You hope he's okay, and then you see ja, Jeff Bastard Hendrick warming up, mate. I've never been so infuriated my entire I've been life. shitting himself. And then within thirty flipping seconds. The ball gets booed up the field. The, uh, the bloke takes it round Manquillo because Manquillo doesn't go near him, and he puts it across the bar. I've got one nil just before the break. The exact same flipping goal happens again in the second half. Two nil, mate. Done. You know what I mean? We're not coming yeah, back. Game over. And we're not pressing them. No, there's no desperation there. There's no fight. There's no bottle. Just completely gone. Just zombie walking around the field. They people have said sleepwalking into relegation, but it's evolved to sleepwalking around the field because they weren't. Yeah. They, they weren't doing anything. And then a, a first happened for me. Obviously Neil Morpay, the first goal in Fitton Forever, and he scores against us because where the team ends your records against, whether you're Timo Werner, yeah. whether you're Sheffield United, whether if you cannot win at home, you cannot score a goal. You you can't win at all. You play Newcastle under Steve Bruce, and all that goes away. Trust the keeper. Believe me. With that bad, Neil Morpay scores that goal from the cross. Obviously, it's a nice finish in that. But I did it first, mate. I switched it off. I've never ever walked out early. I've never ever switched it off or turned the channel over. I did last night, and it's a first. Yeah. I've never ever ever done that. And I did last night. I was just in an absolute furious, just fury. I couldn't take any more, mate. I can't take another second under Bruce, and I'm still. It's I'm men still... mental torture, mate. But why? How come? How come he doesn't get that as well? He says he's a supporter like you, right? Look, look, he's, if that's look, the case, he doesn't give a shit, mate. He doesn't care. And yeah. like, I remember uh, I was messaging you. Just I was just speaking about it in general. I was just like, we get everything we deserve, mate. The club, the staff deserve. Everything that's coming to them right now, they deserve yep. to be in the championship next season. However, the fans don't. No, we don't, no. mate. We're, we're, it's a religion us up here. We're flipping bleed black and white. We live by we live by the news of the club, and that's what it's came to. Where mm. I, I, I'm taking to the you point. You read what you saw. You read what you saw, mate. We we saw shit. For yeah. that long in appointing this absolute clown in the first place, mate, he just needs to clear his desk and piss off back to the circus. He won't That's the top and bottom of it, but he won't because he's a greedy little bastard. He wants his four million. I tell you something, I'd take his four million pounds, I'd put it in pennies, and I'd shove it where the sun don't bloody uh, shine. Go, take your blood money and piss off. Don't ever, ever, ever dare come back uh, to the northeast to Newcastle. Don't ever pretend to be a Geordie. Don't show up on a match day as a pundit for Sky or BT or BN or whoever else. Um, do not die again. Four million quid, mate. You'll get no. booed out the stadium mate, every single time. Exactly. I mean, uh, one thing he has done. He's made a mark on this club, like mate. He really has because I think he'll go down as the most hated. He'll go down as the most hated and the most disliked 
and the worst manager in Newcastle's history. I Gordon don't Lee. think I don't think there's a worse manager. Um, more hated. I've heard Gordon Lee from me dad and stuff uh, in the past, and 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 managers like that. Maybe Pardew towards the end, but even Pardew had his supporters, mate. Bruce is universally hated across the fan base. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And and like the frustration. Nobody can defend it, mate. The, Nobody the can defend that trade. Not even Mrs. Mrs. Bruce would like that. I mean, my God, um, where this where where this manager's concerned, me is on it. It won't be worse. Like I said on the video that I did last night. In twenty thirty years, I'll tell my kids how bad Steve Bruce was. How like you think this is bad, son? What yeah. you throw him under Steve shit then ten percent win record and twenty bastard games. <laughs> like I can just foresee it now. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm just so and, and it's and it's it only gonna get worse, game. mate. If you it now is, run, it, it's, it's gonna get a single worse. figure. It's it's it, going to get do that. And like you you said before, oh you need we need to train, we need to do this, we need to do that. I uh, um, heard what Alex Hurst said on his part, uh, on his video last night, and I completely agree with him. The longer he trains with him, the worse we get. So there's no point going on the training ground and training with him because we get worse every single time, um, because of how bad the manager is. And it doesn't it doesn't surprise us that there's um there's fights on the training ground and people are calling him cowards and that because that's the standard we've went from to flipping him and he's shit. What's that? Yeah. i tell you something. We were so lucky. We were so, so lucky to have a manager of the calibre of Rafa Benitez. Because if you take Rafa out of the equation, and bear in mind he approached the club, you look at some of the choices that uh, that Lee Charney has, has selected. And, and it's an absolute who's who of, what the fuck were you thinking? What the fuck were you doing? You know, it, it's, it's, it's just pathetic. Look. At the end of the day, we've got two weeks off from this absolute shit show before Spurs come to town. But they're beating no the yeah, yeah, they're beating a hell of a lot better. They're beating a much better team than what we are. That's for certain. So it's it's going to be another long ninety minutes, probably another negative podcast uh, in in the in the often. Um, and I think everybody just has to get the minds ready and the, the mindset ready for Championship football. Um, and we've just got to I'm pray that this, this man I'm is. Yeah, it, it, we've just got to hope that this man is not given the task to get us back. Because the thing is, you saw with Rafa Benitez and how he won everything in the game, yet we only won the championship trophy by literally an ant's knob. Now you put Steve Bruce, who's absolutely fucking useless in the championship, and you've got to think as well with some of the other teams in the championship. Some of the football is not the best. We're going to be watching dog shit football with an even more dog shit manager. We're going to be losing still week in, week out, struggling to stay in the league. We're going to be everybody's cup final coming up to St. James's Park. Uh, they're going to want to put a performance in, going to want to turn us over, going to want to laugh at our expense. But we need to get ready for that mindset because I've always thought, try and think positive, try and look for the, the bright. There's, there's nothing at the moment, mate. Um, but I just hope that there is before the next podcast comes on, or if there is a change and we make a podcast before, um, that that, yeah. that we're given a little bit of hope, mate. Because something. I mean, we'll, something, we'll anything so desperate for just a little bit of positivity, mate. 
we're told we expect this and we expect that. We don't, mate. We just we just want a positive podcast. That's all. A goal, a goal, a win, three points. A shot on target. I celebrated a corner last night, man. <laughs> Do you know, mate, it's so bad. And like, with how with how low the the, the feel is around the club, and that we had a guest uh, for the night, but we. I didn't want to. I didn't want to bring. I didn't want to bring him on. Uh, this negativity. I mean, you look. You lucky. He's a lucky boy. He's a lucky yeah, boy. I've mentioned Jack for a couple of weeks now, and he's someone I've really wanted to get on. And it, I, I want to get him on a positive podcast because that's when the podcasts are at the flipping best. And even he's told me yeah. that because he listens. And um, I was just. It's just so toxic. Like I don't want to. I don't, don't want to bring you into a conversation where it sounds like the two have got guns to a flipping head. Do you know what I mean? It just. It's just so so depressing at the club at the minute, mate. And like, free now. Do you know the bit the worst thing as well? I wasn't watching the match, but I found this out after afterwards because of the Twitter came up on the t- on the timeline, and um, he brought Sean Longstaff on. You cheeky bastard! Uh, blaming him for Sheffield United, and then we're three 0 down. All oh, hoy Sean on. That's the biggest slap in the yeah. face, mate. Like we're three 0 down. What's Sean gonna do? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Is he gonna score three three goals so he can get one back in it? I mean, well. Come on, come on. <laughs> That that's the and thing, you, you know. When, when you're making, when you're making substitutions, when you've got strikers on the bench, you've no strikers who are actually on the pitch. You're losing the game of football, and you don't bring on those those attacking players, those difference yeah. makers. But, I mean, on the bench. It, it obviously we're, we're coming up to an hour. There is a little bit of positivity today because it is a certain somebody's birthday on hashtag ne29. So maybe we can think uh, a little Matty's bit of birthday. Pro- yeah. Happy birthday, stuff. Can they give yeah. you a new for a pre- uh, present? I'll nick your post off you, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> so but... we can at least try and end with a little bit of uh, positivity. But yeah, 21st birthday. And the only thing I can say to Matty is, look, you'll be sharp out of contract and then you'll be able to go somewhere and work with a manager who will actually be able, like, Rafa, like a Rafa Benitez, who will actually work with you, try and improve your game, try and make you a better player and put you in a successful system. So, yeah, you won't have to suffer too much more of this Bruce Ball shite I hope that we going don't. down in Newcastle. I'm hoping I, I, I hope we don't. Kind of really anymore, I think the next step, honestly, is protests. And with the situation, the, the obviously COVID and that, it'll obviously be a bad thing, but I think fans may get to a point of desperation where... He does, in fact, get sacked. And well, just speaking ahead of myself, then wishful thinking, but they'll want him sacked so bad, like it'll get to a point of where they feel like there's nothing else they can do, and they'll protest, and it'll be, and they'll give way, and we'll get pelters for it. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, that's well, the, roll, roll on Sheffield United. I'm really fearful of it, mate. I think Sheffield United, if if there's ten thousand, I think there'll be about twenty, thirty thousand outside the stadium anyway, because it'll be that it'll be like the bars and that'll be open. It'll be like a normal match day. So like, yeah, it could be it could be a massive protest on that day. There could be a, like a massive something that could jeopardise like, people's health and stuff. And I think people out of desperation may get to that point. I'm very fearful yeah. of it, and I hope it doesn't happen. And if it does happen, I won't be partaking it due to health. But then obviously the Fear the virus and stuff. Mate, at the end of the day, pe- pe- people are frustrated. We're, we're, we're tired. We're fed up. We've had our stomachs fill of this. Uh, and people's frustrations will no doubt come up in, in, in different ways. Uh, personally, for me, I hope I'm one of the 10,000 who get inside the stadium. 
And for 90 minutes, I will sing, I will shout, and I will release some of that negative energy towards the man who who, who deserves who's it. Of course, all this and, shit. Yeah, yeah all, men, caused, all, all of the shit, yeah. all of yeah. the problem. The man who claims to be a Newcastle fan, but he is a fraud. He is a coward, and he is a fraud, and he is absolutely clueless. Steve Bruce, get out of fucking tune. Out now. Yeah, that's... that's. I think I'm going to make that the title of the podcast, actually. Steve Bruce, get out of tune. Because I was going to mm. name it, like, uh, Steve Bruce has killed War Summit, but... Yeah, it's just... He needs to leave, man, Paul. It's yep. beyond... Like, I, I seen a tweet the other night, well, yesterday, that I completely agree with, and I think it's the best way to end the podcast tonight. Um, an ambitious club would have sacked him at Brentford. Uh, a club with common sense would have sacked him after Sheffield United. A club Perfect. with no sense at all and neglectful would have kept Steve Bruce on and let him destroy this football club, and that's exactly what he's been done. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know I say this every week, so you've got to bear with us, but the next one... I know it's two weeks off. We've got a week off and stuff. We might, uh, if 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 there's something that comes up major, we'll do it. We'll do a podcast in the middle, but probably not. Let's be honest. Um, but next podcast, please, 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 yeah. be positive. Please, Newcastle, just, give us something positive something. to talk about. I mean, it, it could be <laughs> the next podcast could be major if Steve Bruce leaves or something. Paul, yeah, and that 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 would be. That would be something positive. That would put a smile on on it Newcastle would. fans. From pillar to pillar, yeah. mate. Tony Blair style. Tony Blair style. Steve was out the door, but um, yeah, it, I mean, we only apologise. It's a, it's another neg- negative podcast. I feel I've got a lot off my chest though, um, so it's helped in that regard because I felt like I didn't want to do this podcast, and I felt like I wasn't going to do this podcast. So I managed. We've managed to get a lot off our chest, Paul. Um, I feel a little bit better, hence the, the felt a little bit more bubbly since we started. But um, next podcast, hopefully we can be bu- bubbly throughout the episode and actually look forward to doing the podcast. But as always, everyone, thank you for sticking with me. YouTube comments, really um, Twitter, Facebook and all that as well. Instagram, we're on all there every day. So if you want to um, drop a comment or drop a message, you're more than welcome to. So we'll try and get through all of them. There's so many. Um but we'll try and get through each and every one of them. But um, uh, enough of me blabbering on. And anyway, it's negative enough of it as it is without us doing um, loads of loads of adverts and stuff. But um, I will love you and leave us for now. And hopefully next week, ne- well, two weeks from now is the next one where we can actually see Newcastle won a game of football for once. But, the, uh, of then. the power of positivity. <laughs> aye, <laughs> aye. But until then, everyone, we'll catch you in a bit. See you later. Keep it to-